Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 46 God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the whole habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city, it shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Second Chronicles chapter 18, verses 12 through 22. The messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, The words of the prophets with one accord are favorable to the king. Let your word be like the word of one of them and speak favorably. But Micaiah said, As the Lord lives, whatever my God says, that I will speak. When he he had come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to uh, Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I refrain? He answered, Go up and triumph. They will be given into your hand. The king said to him, How many times must I make you swear to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? Then Micaiah said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains, like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let each each one go home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy anything favorable about me, but only disaster? Then Micaiah said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, with all of the host of heaven standing to the right and to the left of him. And the Lord said, Who will entice King Ahab of Israel, so that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? Then one said one thing, and another said another, until a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord, saying, I will entice him. The Lord asked him, How? He replied, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. Then the Lord said, You are to entice him, and you shall succeed. Go out and do it. So you see, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of these, your prophets. The Lord has decreed disaster for you. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 23 through 28. Thus it was necessary for the sketches of the heavenly things to be purified with these rites. 
but the heavenly things themselves need better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made by human hands, a mere copy of the true one, but he entered into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself again and again as a high priest enters the holy place year after year with blood that is not his own. For then he would have to offer for then he would have had to suffer again and again since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the age to remove sin by sacrifice of himself. And just as it is, as it is appointed for mortals to die once and after the judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Good morning and welcome to the what is this, the ninth day of Martin Tide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. Uh, we didn't have a I didn't have or upload a first formation episode yesterday. So you weren't going crazy. Um, uh, this morning's readings come to us from uh, Psalm 44, or I'm sorry, 46, Second Chronicles, and Hebrews, Letter of Hebrews. Um, and this morning, um, the uh, around the year image is. Um, aroundtheyear.org, uh, from which I'm getting most of the readings and uh, some of the images uh, this morning. It's both. There's one I haven't seen before. Um, the title of the image um, is uh, The Death of St. Martin. It's uh, not known who the artist is, but it was probably painted in 1777, located in the Far Kirch of St. Martin in Obervolz, Germany. Um, and in it you can see a couple of elements from Martin's life. Uh, his bishops Crozier and Mitre. Uh, Mitre is the hat. Crozier is the stick off to the right. And then um, you can also see the devil fleeing from him up toward his head. He had multiple encounters with the devil, um, often in disguise, um, but not always. And he faced him pretty boldly. And you can see the goose, which um, does not appear in his biography, but only appears later in his cult and legend. And the goose is uh, representative of this um, moment as the people of Tours are coming to um, bring him into the city um, to acclaim him bishop. He hides in a, uh, a goose, goose hutch or, or shed or something. And the geese start honking and giving him away, and so that the people of Tour knows where he is, and they come, um, they come knocking on his goose hutch door. And um, Martin uh, didn't often tell people no, and that's part of the reason he was acclaimed bishop against his will. Um, but then, returning to the image, you see um, a priest handing Martin what looks to be a candle as he lays on his deathbed. Um, and the scene of his death, um, at least in the biography, I know, I'm sorry, the, the letter, the genuine letter of Severus to Martin's, um, or possibly Severus's, I'm not sure, uh, mother-in-law, Basula, 
which I think I've read from earlier in Martin Tide. Um, in the scene, he actually refuses to um, receive any straw to lay on on his deathbed. Um, instead, he lays on the cold, hard ground with a rock for a pillow. And so this image depicts Martin, or if Martin were to see the image, he probably wouldn't be very happy um, because he refused straw. Um, and he made a point saying that um, Christians are to die among ashes. Um, who am I to give you any other example than, than that? Um, and so Martin might take umbrage at depicting him laying on this nice bed with like what looked to be flannel sheets. Um, and above him, the angels are prepared to receive him. Um, and this isn't the whole image. This is just um, one part of perhaps the cupola in uh, the Farkirch in um, Obervolz, Germany. Um, and uh, most of the images from aroundtheyear.org are German in origin. Um, uh, Martin was born in what is today Hungary, um, he goes and uh, while he's in the military, he basically hugs the the border of what is now Germany and France, and so he goes back and forth. And then, and very likely, um, after he gets out, he goes immediately to Poitiers, which is in France. But it's very likely that during his 17 years as an itinerant exorcist, he um, he goes throughout the countryside and probably crosses into what is now Germany, and so there's. A number of sites in Germany as well as in France where his cult, his popularity is very strong. And the reading for this morning, also from aroundtheyear.org, comes to us from Howard Hayes Scullard in his book, Martin of Tours, Apostle of Gaul. And this is an old one. It was published in London in 1891. Um, late 1800s is when Martin's cult was really kind of picking up for the modern world. Um, so there's a number of books and images and everything from uh, the late 19th century. But Scullard writes, um, pages 143-144 of his book, The day of his death had been revealed to St. Martin, it is said, for a long time. At last the end came. When he told his disciples that he was about to leave them, they were filled with sorrow and could not restrain their tears. Why, Holy Father, said they, are you to leave us? To those to whose charge are you committing us, ravening wolves will seize the flock after your departure. Moved by the sign of their grief, the aged saint lifted up his voice in prayer. O oh Lord, if I am still necessary to thy people, do not I do not refuse your labor. Your will be done. He continued to the last in his austerities, lying in sackcloth and ashes, with his face towards heaven and his hands extended. Once more the devil appears, uttering his last defiance against life, his lifelong tormentor. St. Martin passed away. A concert of angels was heard in heaven. And so you can hear in uh, this description, um, borrowed or, or reimagined from Severus's letter to Basula, um, the scene in which um, the, the church in Obervols also looks upon um, and it's filled with light, with the exception of Martin and his deathbed, which are gray um, in appearance. And he's wearing uh, this kind of, uh, I don't know, under tunic. Um, and you can see these red tablecloths or curtains or something, which is thought to be the color of his cape. You know, it's likely blue. 
but um, the centerpiece is gray of the of the piece of art, and around him there's shades of blue and bright white with the clouds and red of the tablecloth and the curtains. So it's this kind of striking image. Martin disappears into the background almost. If you if you're far enough away, you may not be able to tell what's going on in the scene, but in this image, if you zoom on, it's actually quite detailed. Um, you can see Martin's gaunt face. You can see the devil's forked tongue as he flees up at uh, the head of the bed. Uh, you can even see the goose honking at the devil. Um, but if you take too many steps back, it begins to lose its definition because of its color scheme. But I think that's precisely what Martin would like. Uh, Martin, in particular, was keen to make himself little so that God could be made big. Um, and so you see the angel above him um, in much more definition and stark contrasts, invisible from a further distance, whereas Martin kind of fades into his deathbed. Um, the grays and the, the soft whites, even of the goose below him, um, make it difficult to make out the definition of Martin against the backdrop of the heavens. Um, and I think that's precisely how, that that's exactly how Martin would have wanted, I think, um, although he would have looked at his flannel sheets and been like, what the fuck is this? Um, he would have been uh, grateful for the artist's um, use of colors to allow him to recede into the background so that the heavens um, might be shown forth much more uh, brilliantly. Prayer for the evening time from the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord, support us all the day long until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. Then, in your mercy, grant us a safe lodging and a holy rest and peace at the last. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.